The crash of the Ethiopian Airlines flight that killed all 157 people on board Sunday continues to draw global attention. The reason why? The plane was a Boeing 737 MAX 8, the same model as the Lion Air flight that crashed under similar circumstances less than five months ago, killing all 189 people on board. Is there a connection, or are the two catastrophes just a tragic coincidence? This is TikTok. I'm David Myers. Joining today from Dallas is Bloomberg's Justin Bachman, who covers the travel industry and the North American airline industries. Thanks for doing this today, Justin. Thank you for having me. What do we know about Sunday's Ethiopian airline crash so far? Well, that is kind of the crux of the issue here facing Boeing and everybody else. We don't know a lot other than there was a, a terrible tragedy that occurred after the pilots apparently asked to return uh, to the departure airport. And after that, it's been a complete dearth of information. And I think that's what's feeding a lot of the you know, ensuing news and, and what's happened since. Justin, you mentioned that this is the 737 MAX 8, which is the same crash that of the plane that was at the center of the Indonesian Lion Air crash that killed everyone on board you know, just over five months ago. Uh, what are the connections between the two that we know of? Well, you're right. It was a 737 MAX 8, which is the same plane that was flown uh, by Lion Air uh, back in that October incident. Um, and we know that there was a some sort of distress call uh, request to return. Um, and then beyond that, it's, it's kind of an open question. In Indonesia, there was um, quite a bit of data evidence that the pilots were kind of wrestling with this airplane. The nose would go down, they would put it up. The nose would go down, they would try to put it back up. Um, and the working theory is that that's a result of not understanding how to operate the the anti-stall system, which is referred to as MCAS, um, new software that's on the MAX. Um, and that was done because the center of gravity on that airplane changed because the MAX has larger, heavier, much more fuel-efficient engines. Um, and so that that required some changes in how it how it handles. Uh, Boeing, you know, created this software to prevent the airplane from stalling. Um, and I think right now we're at the point of of whether all the the pilots who fly the Max have been properly trained on how that system works and and um, how to shut it off if they choose to do so. You know, President um, Trump tweeted today saying that airplanes are becoming too complex and that right. you need, uh, you know, he said this, a computer scientist from MIT right. to pilot these planes. Is right. that what he's referring to? Is this this automated system? Well, it's it's always hard to parse the president's tweets, but I think he he is probably referring to just the overall fact that, you know, airplanes in many, many um, instances are flying computers. Um, they work well, they're safe, and, you know, I think evidence has demonstrated over the past few decades that the most dangerous part of a modern aircraft is the human who's sitting in the cockpit. And because, you know, humans make mistakes, um, computers and software can also, but when you're engineered to the point of having a new plane that's been certified in Europe and the United States and China and elsewhere, um, it's it, it's really pretty safe, and I think that's kind of where Boeing is going back to right now, saying in the absence of any clear evidence or facts, you know, this plane is safe and there's no reason that the United States should ground it. For context for us, Justin, how popular is this jetliner? Well, it it is really kind of the, the cash cow for Boeing. It's by far their best seller. Um, I think they're going to about 57 per month uh, either this year or next. Um, 
So it's it's kind of hard to overstate the importance. Um, and airlines that are buying the 737 now, they're buying the Max. Nobody is is really going for the older uh, 700 or 800 NG, as they're called, um, or the 900 series. Um, they're really going to the Max because the fuel efficiency is just you know so so compelling over what they had been flying, um, and it's just the economics may mean that the Max is what you want to buy if you're in the market for a 737. If I'm getting ready to fly um, and I'm flying on one of these planes, or, or even if I don't know if I'm flying on one of these planes, how do I then find out? And if I'm uncomfortable because everything is so uh, unsure right now, mm-hmm. are airlines allowing people to change their flights without a fee? Um, broadly, no. Uh, we asked the airlines that question on Monday, and they are not waiving fees for people who are uncomfortable about the max. Um, and, and you're really talking about, you know, in in the U.S. and Canada, it's Air Canada, American Southwest, and United. Um, United has about 14, um, and and they're not. And the reason for that is, you know, they don't want to endorse the notion that that aircraft is any less safe than anything else in their fleets. Um, but if you are flying and you're you're a bit nervous about what what equipment you may be on, um, your booking itinerary from an online travel agency or the airline should say what the equipment is, and a Max will be coded as with an M in it, um, 73M or 738M, something like that. So look for an M that denotes a Max. Alternatively, you can go to a flight tracking website such as FlightAware.com, uh, and that's a company that tracks every, you know, pretty much every. Uh, of flight in the world, and you can see what on your route where you're flying, what what airline, what equipment that airline is using. So it'll tell you if it's a Max or a 737-800 or an Airbus 320, etc. You know, uh, around the world right now, uh, almost hourly it seems, where the list of countries and airlines grounding these uh, jetliners is increasing. Right. Um, just describe for us real quick uh, how big that list is right now. How wide is it? Well, it's it's definitely grown international. It started first with China, um, where they have around about a hundred max in the country, um, and then about a day later, that was followed by places like Australia, Singapore. Earlier on Tuesday, we saw the United Kingdom, followed by Germany and France. Um, so. You know, it's sort of rippling across. Um, also, I should mention Mexico, Argentina, and Brazil. Um, it, it's sort of rippling around the globe, and it's leaving the U.S. Department of Transportation as an outlier on this issue right now. And that's that's kind of a really interesting development, actually. Why, though, is the FAA not following suit from, you know, Mexico or their European counterparts and, and grounding these jets just until everything is understood what what happened? Right. Well, you know, that's that's a great question, and I think you know you could ask ten people and get ten different answers. Um, The bottom line is that there is no evidence from the situation in Ethiopia that the airplane is a hazard, and I think the FAA is is kind of deferring to its own certification in the past and saying this is a safe airplane. We don't have evidence or facts or data right now that says there's a problem. Um, and they did say Monday, if you know, if new evidence comes to light, um, they will act quickly, um, basically saying they will ground this plane if if they deem it necessary. But you, you know, you're right about the the interesting nature that you know the U.S. and Canada right now are pretty much alone around the world in saying this is a this is a plane that could be operated safely, and everybody else erring on the side of caution. What kind of impact has this had on Boeing itself? 
Well, you know, financially, it's it's been limited. I mean, I think we're talking about two trading days um, in total so far, and the stock is down, but not dramatically so. I think it started at uh, Monday morning about down 13 percent, which was a huge amount. But then through the day, it recovered to about five percent. Uh, today, I you know I think it was five or six percent the last I checked. So it's it's definitely has an impact on the the company, uh, but it's not it's it's not a dramatic impact that calls into question, you know, the whole the whole fortune of what they're doing. Um, right now, I think they're getting a bit of the benefit of the doubt that, you know, the U.S. regulators know what they're doing, Boeing engineers know what they're doing, um, and then just waiting for the investigation to pr- produce some facts. When it comes to that investigation, Justin, what will it take ultimately to pin down what happened and to conclude whether or not there was a connection between this flight from Sunday and the Lion Air flight from last year. Right. Well, it's going to take, and the good news is that the Ethiopian authorities say that the um, cockpit voice recorder and the flight data recorder have been recovered um, shortly after the accident. Um, so those are the two main pieces right now that have to be analyzed and, and make sure that you can get usable data off those. Um, and that, you know, initially that is what leads everybody in these kind of cases where, you know, what what is the path that needs to be pursued here? And, you know, you can listen to the pilots talk. You can listen to the communications with, with air traffic control. Um, and you can see a lot of data, um, you know, just literally tens of thousands of data points on what the aircraft was doing at the time. Um, and for an experienced crash investigator, that gives you a very good picture of of which route you need to proceed down as as you look into this further. Um, and I think right now Boeing is just desperately waiting for some kind of facts to come out to see, you know, what what was the issue here. Justin, thank you very much for doing this. Hey, thank you for inviting me. Make sure to follow Justin and his reporting on Twitter. He's at Justin Bachman. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm David Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.